real quick. Uh, apparently, uh, the people that give my wife a ride to work can't do it tonight. Found that out a minute ago. So at like 9.20, I have to like stand up and leave. Like it still gives about an hour, so we should be in pretty good shape for anything that's critically important for my mouth to be moving. So, so Attack left lane. Stay off that sour crowd. No. Crit Hercules in the jungle. Attack the gold fury. Smick smack and smickety smack and she's dead. Group up. Salt, salt everywhere. And not a trap to dream. All your fuzzy wuzzy. Let's not hurt them too bad. Let's make them scream. Mom, I need sandwich ASAP. Split push. Howdy, folks. Dirtnap's dad here. Welcome to another episode of Split Push. It's a Smite podcast from the console perspective. A little bit of PC sprinkled in there now. I actually downloaded it. I still haven't tried it. <sighs> I'm a little scared of that. <laughs> but hey, along with me here today, some friends and family. Hmm. I think I hear a wild guy over here. What's going on? What's up, everybody? Oh, there he is. And we got Dirtnap Dan. What's happening, everyone? There's Yuki. Yep, what's going on? And y'all know her. Y'all love her. It's Beagle Girl. What's up, everyone? I'm sick, so my voice will sound weird this episode. So like every yep. episode, you sound weird. Right? Sound like a 10. <laughs> well, Beagle was itching to tell me about some games that she solo queued here at dinner tonight, and I told her, Save it for the podcast. No, well, because at least that's what I would have told her if she yeah. would have tried to. But yeah. she told me that's what I would have said, so that's what I would have said, I think. So, Beagle, now that I'm confusing myself with my own speech, why don't you tell us about some of your games of the week here? Alright, well, so, I because I was so sick yesterday, I was like, alright, I gotta do something to entertain me. So I was like, alright. Well, everyone's asleep. Everyone else is either, like, not home or at work or whatever. I'm going to solo queue. This is probably a very bad idea. Oh, my God. It was the best decision I've made in my life. I solo queued Assault, and I got Baron Zombie. We had Soul, Jingchen, Nija, and a uh, Chiron. So this and is we're Assault all... match, right? I said that, yeah. Got <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. But, yeah. We were... We... Like the, okay, so the only one that was a little bit bad was the Chiron, because he would just run in with no HP, but I, but he, did, he didn't do that bad. And everyone else did good, we were all working together and talking, and we did win this game. I went 10-2 and 15 as Baron, and I healed, I literally focused on just trying to heal my team as much as I could. And, you know, just stealing some kills here and there. <laughs> but it was just so awesome because at the end of the game, I was getting a bunch of, you rock, woohoo, awesome. And I was just like, oh, thanks, guys. Feels good. She it was, was like, you can hear her tail wagging in the background. Yeah, it was, it was great. And, um, so another game, uh, I solo queued today, because again, everyone was asleep, because, you know, we're all, like, sick, I need a distraction. 
So I only played, I, I solo queued this one game, the only game I played today, and I was just like, I don't want to ruin this feeling. So first I started out, I had, um, crap, who did I actually start out with? Oh, oh. wait, I'm looking at the wrong team. <laughs> okay, I had Thoth, but then somebody traded for, traded me to have Terra, and I was like, alright, just because I don't really know how to play Thoth, and yeah. And then I got traded for Cerberus, and I was like, ooh. Okay, okay, I like this. And the, we had, yeah, we had a Terra, a Discordia, a Hebo, and a Thoth. So, yeah. you know, like, no hunters, but we had a lot of broken mages. Oh, man. I ended up being second to top damage as Cerberus. I did not build any kind of um, damage. Like, straight tank, I, of course, our Terra did not take Heartward or Sovereignty. Not even Pestilence, and they had an Afro on the other team, and a Freya, and oh my god. So I took Heart Ward, then Specialist Blessing, Cooldown Boots, Sovereignty, uh, Pestilence, and Breastplate. That was my full build. I went 4-2 and 23, and like, oh my god, me and this Terra just carried that game. Our mages, like, didn't even do crap, okay? Like, <laughs> it was just all me and Terra. Like, I swear. Like, at the beginning of the game, I got a double kill. Like, right, like, just right there. It's like, double kill. It's like, oh my god, what did I do? This did I build Attacker's Blessing by accident? <laughs> this is solved as a tale blessing? of a girl and her dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, me and this Terra were talking to each other, you know, keeping track of when our alts were up, you know, tell people to get back, or she'd, she'd actually use her heal as a heal, not always using it for damage. I only seen her use it for damage a couple times and it was they were all at good times so it was like wow that's awesome we did win that game and yeah i said i went four two and 23 and everybody did great i mean the hebo fed a little bit but i don't think he was trying to but yeah i did more damage than everyone except the discordia and we had a freaking goat and hebo and discordia only did 2000 more damage Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. And this other game, it was a classic Joust, so I don't have the stats. I don't remember exactly if this is right or not. I was playing Neath, and Dan was Erlong? Mm -hmm. Dad, who are you playing? I forget. I was playing Baron. Oh, yeah, Dad was playing Baron. And so, like, we just get into this game, and we get a bunch of early kills, and, like, me and Dan were, like, stealing all the kills. Like, Dad did not get any. I got two. And, well, yeah, but you know. <laughs> I, and me and Dan were, like, fighting over, like, top damage and top kills the whole game. I won, by the way. <laughs> I had, what, 11 and 2? Or, no, not 11 and 2. <laughs> 11, oh, and something, because I know I did not die that game. And that was, and like... That wasn't an easy, like... Matchup. They had a pretty decent team anchored by what a but two they or didn't, three star uh, Afro. Yeah, but they didn't have a tank. Nobody built like a tank, so I built crit and I literally one shot in that. I'm not even kidding. Freaking one shot dead crit for like how much? I don't even know. Like a thousand. <laughs> and you know, they were super low level. They were way behind. So they had like no HP. And it was really funny because we were just kicking their butts and I was like, guys. This feels so wrong, but at the same time, it just feels so right. 
how did you get that one double kill? Because you, like, uh, you guys were like, oh shit, we're in trouble. And all of a sudden it was boom, double kill, deicide. And you're like, what? Uh, wait, was, was that when I, I was I was over at Mana Camp. Was like, that when I like shot my one at one of them, but it ended up killing both of them? That, yeah, is that what you're talking about? I think the first I guy think, had died and left a weave in there. Yeah. And he just kind of accidentally hit it. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> happened. There was one in there, but there was one in there after that. So like I was wait. like, wait, but if it was in range, and I know it was, it was super close, that one would have blown up too, I think. Well, you left two new ones with know. their with their deaths. True, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, it was, it was funny. Like, I just... Dude, we we did laugh the whole way through that match. I mean, <laughs> yeah. just laughed and laughed because we went into it like, you know, that's you know, an Afro with stars. You know, they're usually pretty decent, and it wasn't like they had a bad team. And you don't necessarily need a tank in Classic Joust from what we've seen, but oh my goodness, it was just no matter what we did, we were just slaughtering them and. I, I just kept setting these two up. That's that's what I'm going to say. Sure. Yeah, like, it was just so great. Like, I remember there was someone, like, almost full health running from, like, I think it was, he was running from Dan, and I just ulted him. I didn't, I just did, and it literally killed him. <laughs> like, and then I remember Dan was attacking someone, and he they were almost dead, and I was just like, I'm going to ult them just <laughs> just in case, you know. And I stole the kill from him. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't sorry. Well, I know you said you wanted to talk about three games, Beagle, and that is three games. So I'd like to transition yep. over to Dan here because Dan was having a hell of a fun time in that match, and I'm sure he's probably got some some highlights to inform us about as well as maybe some other games. What you got going there, Dan? Well, I guess I'll we'll start with that game since uh, you guys are pushing it, you know. Um, push obviously, push I don't push. have the stats because it was a classic joust. But, uh, I mean, it started, I, I started out on our long with uh, Warrior's Blessing and Tier 1 of uh, the new shield. No, the new broken shield. Yeah. Um, thanks, Hi-Rez, for re-breaking Warriors. I enjoy it thoroughly. <laughs> um so, I mean, yeah, I just went out. We got two or three kills, like, right away. And uh, I went back, bought my shield, and um, the only time I died was uh, my three, like, would not go off. I slammed the button, like, four times. My stupid targeter's there, but it just wouldn't do anything. Don't know what happened there, but whatever. I'll take a death over my 11 kills that I got in a long shin. <laughs> And by the way, I built, let's see here if I can remember. I built Warrior's Blessing, <coughs> Berserker Shield, Full Attack Boots, um, Anti-Heal, I think it was Pestilence, Breastplate, and uh, Kin Size. And yeah, I mean, I just walked at them until they were dead and it didn't take long. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were so low level, and with the sustain from the shield, I could just fight all three of them as long as I wanted. I actually remember the one fight, uh, I was actually more confident that I could solo all of them because there was a wave there that I could hit with my AoE attacks to get more health back instead of uh, 
you know, being like, oh, there's a whole wave and three people. No, I was like, oh, sweet. Thank God. Yeah, dude. How about and, the time uh, you chased them uh, through the tower between the Phoenix over towards their speed camp while I came around from damage camp? And we caught them in between. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to go this way. Everybody go that way. And I just, they were like, wait, what? And I'm like, no, go that way. And mm-hmm. I ran around the tower. And as soon as they saw those two, they went to turn around and looking dead in their eyes was a, the queen's guard with his tr- trusty corgi ready to rip them to shreds. Yeah, dude. Dude, that. Then they turned around, like came back towards me and then they're like, shit, no, let's go back the other way. There's only one guy over here. It didn't matter. You're just going back to fountain the hard way. And uh, I had just watched, um, oh, who was it? You know, I don't remember, but I had just watched somebody play Erlong Shen. And I think it was actually maybe a Sexy Rexy video of him playing Erlong Shen. And, you know, he was a little bit of an inspiration. I already knew how to play Erlong Shen correctly, and I knew what his abilities did and everything. But it was just like, oh, wow, I saw him kick ass as him. It's my turn. So I often get inspired by watching you know, YouTubers. Dude. I'm like, oh, you know, like. There's a little something I picked up. Now I want to go play that guy and try that out. And it's just like, wow. Dude, if that right. item doesn't get nerfed, it's, I see I see Warriors in the Jungle again for SPL. Because I'm just thinking about Vomin with that shield. Because it's what, 20 power? Uh, I believe so. It's not on Smite Guru yet, so I really yeah, couldn't so I think, you offhand. So that means through his passive, he'll get an additional 5 power plus the attack speed. And if you carry it to late game... um. Mana's passive gives him a base 15.2 physical power because of his base, his character protections. Meaning that item with its passive, or with gives its, him with the passive is like a free, for, like a free, what, 20 power? So it makes it like 40 power item on him with attack speed. Right. And free and, and, and sustain. Yeah, dude. Um, speaking of Vomin. I had a pretty good game as him the other day. Ooh, tell me, uh, tell me. believe it was last night, and uh, the whole game, I just kept uh, hitting that center button and saying, <clears throat> hey, uh, hey, everybody, look at that pretty face on the scoreboard. All four slots, what y'all doing? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, we lost that, but that was a hell of a fun game. Yeah, we lost that game, but I went 10, 6, and 8 as Vamon. Um Against Bologna, Arachne, Isis, Cerberus, and Ares. Uh, they they definitely change their alts like every time. So as long as I ulted the first one, I was safe from the second one. <laughs> yeah, the CC was just unreal. Yeah, that was a sucky um, match. I remember that one. Was... I mean, dude, I was just up there in their face doing whatever I wanted for the longest time. That, I built sovereignty, sovereignty specialist or warrior's blessing. Attacker Boots, uh, Heart Word, Mystical Mail, and Pestilence. And then I traded out my Blessing for Hasten Katana. And yeah, I just, I can't tell you how many times I just ran at someone, smacked them to death with my ult from Full Health. Because they they were dumb. They just kept hitting me, keeping me in my ult. And I was like, thank you. I also had Thorns. They killed themselves quite a few times on that. Um... Let's see here. Oh, here's the game I want to talk about, the one that I kept <laughs> thinking about. 
Crit Hercules in the jungle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Um, I started the game out 6-0 and within the first 10 minutes because... Nobody expects a Hercules to crit for 400 within no, the first five no minutes of the game. No one expects a Hercules in the does. jungle. Uh, yeah, so basically, their jungler was Arachne, and she kept trying to steal farm from me because she knew I was so far ahead, which was the smart thing to do, except she always picked the side of the map that I happened to be farming at that moment. I'd walk into the buff, use my two, bring the buff over to me, and most of the time her as well. Use the one to clear the buff and push her off. Smick, smack, and a smickety smack, and she's dead. <laughs> that's where wards uh, go. That's, smick, that's smack with a smickety smack. important for her. Uh, I built, uh, obviously, Assassin's Blessing first with Tier 1 Mace. I went into Warrior Tabby, finished my Jotuns, built Rage, Wind Demon, Hydras, and then finished it off with a Mantle of Discord. <laughs> and... I mean, that game was rough because um, their hell could literally two-shot me because she's a broken piece of shit. High-res, please. Um, and you know what? I, we, we thought we were going to lose, like, so many times until... Um, the there best was, Titan defense Yeah, the ever. best Titan defense oh. I think I've ever seen between Beagle and... Oh, I forgot about that game. Yuri. Yuri. I was going to say his name's not showing up, so it must be freaking Yuri. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Dude, we were just all, we're all dead except for Beagle. And I'm just watching her defend. I was chung And I'm like, the Titan's health is just not dropping. She just kind of kept pushing him off. Just kept pushing him off. And then the... Who was it? The um, Who ye? No, the That's Arachne Yuri. came oh. in. Oh. She Arachne dove in deep, but Yuri popped up. And she tried to jump on him real quick, but he just dropped his alt in the Titan area. And next thing you know, I'm popping up. I run out and get between the Titan and Neath as Soul. And she backflips out. And I'm like, oh, honey, you backflipped into a wall. Here's my alt. <laughs> and then we were able to push them all out. That was, oh, my goodness. I couldn't Dude, believe it. Dude, how did I forget about that game? Yeah, you uh, but yeah, that was that, that was um, most of the game. quite interesting. <laughs> um, you know, being six and zero in the beginning of the game as Hercules, I was critting them for about seven hundred within the first ten minutes of the game. Um, and then I also had that wind demon passive, so I had plenty of movement speed to uh, set up my ones, and I would just yell into the wall, and there they went. It was a pretty fun game. Their Neath was a little annoying because she kept backflipping out of everything like the piece of crap Neath is. And then I had one last game that I wanted to just quickly mention. It wasn't the greatest game because, you know, nobody likes to let Kali get her own fucking kills. Assholes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, seriously, I hate all of you. Seriously, every time I play Kali, I hate you more and more. I didn't try um, it. Bullshit. Um, I went... Four, four, and twenty-four. Jesus, pieces of shit. <laughs> anyway, um, I started out with uh, Hunter's Blessing and started tier one of Katana. Went into Warrior Tabby, finished the Katana, and then I built the shield. Yeah, that's right, the new shield on Kali. And then I went Oboe to maximize that shield, and then I went Kin Size Crusher. That's because the shield is broken on anybody that does AA. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, 
It's, it's fine, guys. And uh, I can tell you I barely ever died because I had so much sustain, but I didn't get any fucking kills because everyone on my team's a dirt. Sounds like you got carried. I only got five. It was dead. Dad I know. I know I'm who sorry. it was. I know who it was. <laughs> and I, I wasn't going to point turn. fingers, but he did it himself, you know? It was my uh, bad. So that was a pretty fun game. There was another Neath that was really annoying because they're just stupid as hell. Backflip out of everything because why play a character that fights? Um, that was about it, honestly, though. That game was... Oh, no, actually, I do want to mention Graystar556. You're the greatest Fafnir I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. High five. I wanted to send I, him a message afterwards, and it, it, I couldn't do anything, so I just... Yes, yeah, Smite's super that. buggy on PS4. If you play PS4, I'm sorry for you right now. Um, but I looked at his build at the end of the game, and I think I shat myself, because I thought that he was the tank we needed, but he was actually built full damage with an urchin cloak, and he kicked fucking ass. Wow, he got ahead. Dude, he even Not protected even. you when you were back in that one time. He yeah, was standing yeah. in front the of me. Neath, sure Neath no was trying to ult me, and he stood directly in front of me and was like, nope, not letting that happen. And I was like, dude, I love this fucking Fafnir so much right <laughs> now. I just want to kiss his little dwarf head. Oh, it was, how cute. It was just great. He was a good <laughs> player, really well-rounded, too. He wasn't too aggressive. He wasn't too passive. He was right in the fight when he needed to be, and he got the hell out when he should have. And it was a really fun game. Nice. Except for, you know, the fact that I didn't get any kills as Kali and could never reset my health and have any fun, but... <clears throat> I'm sorry. Bruh, bruh don't... <laughs> try to try do better. You sounds like you got carried, okay? Sounds like Dad took every last hit I ever had, but... You know, you know carried. That's carried, yeah. Uh, halfway through the game, I was bitching, like, I have Kali! I'm the only character that's allowed to bitch about kill seals. But then I looked at my passive, and it's like 20% on assists, I guess. So yep. I was like, yeah, alright, whatever, steal away, you fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you about that, but let's hear about Guy's Games of the Week first. Oh, uh, well, you know, they weren't too bad. I, uh... I actually hooked up my capture card over the weekend, so it was a lot of testing and a lot of frustrating frustration with getting the audio working on that L Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you like three times ever right now, guy. You're like, you're echoing. <laughs> then you're yelling at your son, turn your volume down. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, just... That was fun. Good old Herg. Good old Herg. He's a good kid. He helped me out all weekend, setting it up. Yeah, kids but, are uh, good for that. Yeah. So, uh, so Sunday, I think I took a break of it Sunday. I was so kind of flustered and upset with it. And uh, I got on Xbox and actually grouped up with Big Rick. I'd been telling him I was going to group up with him for a while. And I was like, oh, man, I need to, ho- need to group up with him. Me and Yuri went and hopped over on Xbox and... I think we played some Conquest. I was the first couple of games I was off wash. First game I went eight two and seven. The second one I went twelve one and one. Um, just still just destroying kids over there on Xbox. And then uh, we played Bacchus. I played Bacchus and we won that game. I went two one and eight. Then I would the Daji did real well. And then the game I want to talk about is I played Athena and. Me, Rick, and Yuri, the are the two players on the team instantly quit. I mean, just instantly. I think the one guy, I believe it was an Agni in mid lane, got killed, and they were teamed up, so they instantly both quit. 
So we're like, well, let's just play it out and see what happens. Well, we defended for 36 minutes. I think we all went positive, but we just couldn't hold out for long enough. There was just no way to fight five guys. But, uh, you know, we helped. Well, we just held out and held out. But it was a really fun game. Just like it was three on five. Went 36 minutes. We actually almost pushed down our lanes. But that was about it. Actually, I played a game with Nevaeh this weekend. Uh, she killed it on Poseidon. I mean, she was just... I think she cracked them all. And they, like, instantly all just quit. It was an instant surrender as soon as she cracked and got the triple kill. I was Bacchus, <laughs> so I jumped in. Into their tower. I jumped into their tower, and she cracked them at the same time. They just instant quit. I was like, holy shit, that was fast. But, uh... Man, like I said, I've been streaming a lot lately. Not a lot of games. You guys know I don't really like to talk about my games of the week too much. No, you're so humble. I know. I just, I need to start writing them down because I play so much that I have so it, many good games. And, and it blurs together a little just, bit, I get all blurred, I've been playing a lot of AMC. I'm really doing well with him. Uh, Rajan. I've been playing a lot of Rajan. I've been streaming a lot. So i uh, just been having a lot of fun with that. Dude, there was that, uh, I was watching your stream, waiting waiting to join up with you, and uh, you and Yuri were in the match, I think it was, and you kind of went into the jungle, and it was one of those, oh, shit moments as you turn the corner, and there's the whole <laughs> enemy team, and their kookalines running right at you, and I'm like, oh, guy's gonna die here. And next thing I know... You pull a kill out your ass and, and hop on out of there and, and made it back to Fountain. I'm like, holy shit. And you're like, wow, I didn't think I could do that. <laughs> yeah, he's so strong. Like, if you hit him with your two and then hit him with anything, and it's just like all their health's gone. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah, I really enjoy him a lot. So he's my new favorite mage. He'll still never be off wash, but he's my new favorite mage for right now. Uh, uh, that's about it. A lot of fun games. Playing a lot with everybody. It's, uh, they need to do some of the accommodation system because I'll never, I'll never get the accommodations because I just play with always full groups. Yeah, and, and, and they still haven't fixed the points. We're still only getting one point for everything. I thought they right. said they were increasing that. I thought they were too a couple patches ago, but I don't think it's still fixed. So, yeah. But speaking of favorite gods, I dusted off one of mine recently. Since we've been getting back into a uh, more of a conquest run than assault modes here, still sprinkling those assaults in, but I've been, you know, my my main role in conquest is fill. It, it realistically is. I I really just I don't care where I land up because my goal someday really is to play rank, and you know, so I like to fill so that way I'm I'm, I'm good at all the roles. I know what I need to do across the board. But I broke out my good old buddy, Kumbakarna. And I'm sure, as Dan and Beagle can attest to, because they were my particular carries in these matches, I love playing Kumbakarna. And there was one, uh, Dan in particular. You were... Uller. Uller, yes. And right early in the match, I'm like, Dan, you ready for this? Because I knew that I couldn't kill the guy with my abilities. But I was going to do this, do that, and boom, stand him still. And then Dan's there, yep, gets the finishing shot. I love his ult. It is, to, to me, it's one of the more fun ones. 
you know, just throwing them way up in the air. It's great. Uh, I don't know which match it was, if it even was one of these three in particular, but recently I was playing Kumba and I threw someone up there with the alt. It was whoever, they, they were all charging me. I threw the first person up in the air. The other guys kept charging me and then I yawned. I'm like, hey guys, look up. And bam, they go flying in every different direction. I'm like, I like that trick. Uh, you know, got, got, Oh, I always get a lot of, you know, a lot of kills with them, you know, more than I probably should. Uh, I know that one match with Dan in particular, I was 3-0 and 13 in that 27-minute match. I was so mad at the end, I didn't even use my passive, you know. I, I never fell down. Never. That whole match. 27 minutes. And there were some low-health escapes, mind you. And oh, oh, that's the one, Dan. We were pressed up in duo lane. And, you know, we have the wards out, but sometimes you're just doing so good, you kind of forget that there's an enemy jungler. And you forget that you hear the noise, and you see the little thing pop up on the mini-map, because you're not looking. And next thing you know, you hear the dash of the nemesis. And I'm like, oh shit, Dan's gonna die, and I'm, I'm doing everything in my power possible to get these guys off you, but it's a nemesis. How am I supposed to keep her off you? Except for just putting my big fat ass between you and her. Cause she had used her dash to get to you. And we ran back and I got you back under tower. You had no health, but the only thing she could do was swing her sword. And the only thing she could hit was my fat ass. And <laughs> oh, I was so proud that I got you back. I didn't die. I was able to defend tower you know, no minions got in, you know, she backed off and went off with her tail between her legs, and, you know, that, that was just, you know, they had a niece and a Sylvanas, and, yeah, they just, just, the niece was younger, uh, in the game, definitely, she didn't play horribly, she, but she was definitely younger in the game, uh, she know, learned so quickly I mean, to backflip the axe or die, yes, she definitely learned to backflip, uh, she knew, she used her weaves rather well, actually. Uh, but I did look after the fact, and you know, uh, it was a group of five. They had some good players in there, but she was definitely a, a, a lower level on it. But you know, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, guy's lower level on Xbox right now too. And well, you hear what he's doing. But anyway, that's my my Kumbakarna adventures. <laughs> I also played. Uh, I, I did an Arachne jungle. I don't play jungle much in Conquest. But this one was fun because Beagle was, uh, she was our mid as Ra up against a Zeus. And she was like, oh God, a Zeus? You know, I mean, you kind of get that perception of, oh, I'm going to get my ass kicked because I'm going up against a Zeus sometimes or whatever. Insert God name here. But I was playing Arachne. I'm like, Zeus doesn't have a lot of mobility. So every time I came out of the jungle to cross across, I didn't come across on Beagle's side. I waited until... All right, he's up past the threshold. I come out on his side, come up behind him, and three, two, one, you're dead. And the first time I did it, it was great because I threw my webs out. I rushed right up to him. I wrapped him up. And as soon as I wrapped him up, all I hear is a ha, and there's the raw all bam, right across him. I finished him off with my one and, you know, easy kill. A couple minutes later, I'm coming back across. I'm like, oh, you know what? 
He's kind of under tower. Let me check their farm. Yep, let me steal some of their farm. Okay, now he's pressed up. All right, back out. Rinse and repeat. We did it again. Actually, Dan even did it uh, once that match. Who were you playing? You were playing. I was Sun Wukong. Sun Wukong. <laughs> you tired him. I remember him that because Beagle I was so him. proud of Beagle because I came out in Tiger uh, from the right side jungle and he was pretty far pressed up. So I was like a little worried that my Tiger might not hit because I started it so soon because I figured he'd turn around because he would have seen me. But no, he had no clue. And. Uh, <laughs> It was like, it was like we had a mental link because as soon as I stunned him, hurrah, dead, I was like, oh my god, this Beagle's poor man. getting around, weren't you, Beagle Girl? Oh my god. I, I don't know, like, ever since I got, like, the skin from the season ticket, I've been wanting to play Raw more because I do like that skin and just because, I don't know, I do. <laughs> Who doesn't and, oh like my sniping? God, he's so much fun. Dude, he, again, one of the best alts in the game. Just those nice. We talked about it with aggro a little bit. Yeah, I love that. But speaking of Sun Wukong, another game I want to talk about. So I've been playing a lot of Chalk in solo lane. And I'm like, you know what? I got to have somebody else. I can't just play Chalk every time I'm in solo lane. I mean, it works well. Like nine out of ten times, I do really well with Chalk over there. But I'm like, who else do I like? And then I remember... Still one of my favorite moments in, the, in, in Smite is when I played Sun Wukong. And I'm like, let's get, let's get my Sun Wukong back on. And I was up against a Nike. And she was playing me tough at first. But then I didn't realize it right away. Like, I didn't realize it because I didn't see it, but I started to feel it. I'm like, she don't hurt. She don't hurt it. All. I'm like, you know what? If you ain't hurting me, I ain't dodging your abilities when the minion waves meet. And guess what? Every time she would try to use her ability, she was trying to hit me with it then. I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'll let you get the front creeps with it and get me off to the side. And then all my creeps are going to attack you because you got no offense. She built pure tank. I'm just like, yeah, honey. You want to build some tank off the beginning, but you need to, like, at least buy boots. She was buying boots, like, fifth item, you know, like, six item if you count the, the starter blessing. But, you know, it was just like, I, I really, she was really hard to kill, per se, but knowing what I could do, I didn't, I didn't care. I could, I could just work her down, wear her down, wear her down. And I, I won lane, but unfortunately, they had a really good Scylla on their team, as um, I believe Beagle will attest to, being our mid laner that game. Who was I playing? Uh, Changa. And Dan was playing Athena. I think uh, Yuri was Pele and Guy was a Muzan Cobb. But yeah, the rest of the team wasn't doing so swell that match, mostly because of the Scylla. You know, uh, the Chernabog did well too. Uh, even their, their Ardeo did, did well. And their Mercury actually was seven and two. So he did pretty well. So their, their team did well. And, but it was just one of those things where like, all right, I'm winning lane. I, I got my tower. You got their tower down first. And then as soon as that happened, I'm like, Oh, I just got rooted, crushed and altered by a Scylla and I'm dead. And it was, you know, 
the team, like the whole team showed up there to kill me. Now, thankfully, my team saw what was happening because we had wards up and they came over and had a decent team fight. And we made a pushback because we realized we needed to focus on Scylla. But that's when the Chernobog and Mercury said, okay, well, you know, since you're paying so much attention to her, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just go ahead and, and, and wrap this up. So we ended up not winning that game, but it was a really fun game. And, you know, I, you know, again, I won lane, but lost game in that. And, but they, they, again, they played well and they deserved it. Uh, then, uh, yeah, then there was my soul O game. So we were kind of memeing it up. That's Dan was doing his, his, his Hercules and, and I'm like, I'm going to do solo soul. And I go over, I start things off right, playing against a chalk. I'm like, oh, I love chalk, you know? I know how he works. I know what I can do. I, I should be able to get an early lead on him here. And at first, he's playing pretty well for early level. And then I'm like, why ain't I just doing the damage? Like, my basics are great, but my two just sucks. And then I look down, I'm like, God Damn it, Yuki! I'm leveling up my one instead of my two, you know. So I'm like two one one, you know, like son of a gun, you know, like I I'm I'm leveling the wrong thing. So Chalk was able to build well, play well, and and you know he won lane, but I was able to kind of bounce back because I'm soul. So oh, your teleports down and you just back. I'm going to go take your tower. And matter of fact, while I'm at it, I'm going to do some damage to your second tower. And then I backed off, you know, and I just started doing whatever, wherever I could go take a tower where they weren't. And I kind of just let the rest of the team start to defend. I'm like, I'm split pushing. I'm split pushing. I'm split pushing. That's all I did that game. Split push, split push, split push. And then Beagle starts the defense of Titan. Yuri comes out, continues it. I come out, like I said, and, and, and knock their knees away from, from the, the Titan. Got a great alt on her because she ulted back into the wall. I'm like, oh, perfect. You ain't getting away from this one, honey. And we were able to push out. We pushed out. I think we pushed out and took Fire Giant. And it was after we finished and deicided them that Chalk somewhere in there disconnected and we just like, we go now and we just laid the pressure in and we were able to fight straight back. The four of them still put up a hell of a fight. I will give them that. Hats off to y'all. Uh, the, the hell was very, very, very good. Uh, the Arachne <clears throat> dove very, very well to the back line. You know, they, they all put, and the Kepri was great, had some great alts in there too. But in the end, we pulled out a 39 minute victory and I'll take it. Sorry that, you know, Chalk left, but hey, we'll take it. Didn't he come back in the end, though? Um, he might have. I'm pretty sure he came back during the final Titan Siege, but didn't really yeah, prove it was just too a little, hard to too kill at too that late point. There. Um, there was another game where somebody left, but then they, they came back, uh, too. I think that was one of the Assault games we played after that. But the last game I want to talk about, I've apologized for it enough. But we were playing an arena. Dan wanted to be a little saucy and, and, and build that shield on, on, on what's her name there? Kali. Kali, yeah. That's it. I want to say Agni. I'm like, it's not Agni. It's four letters, but what is it? But I decided I wanted to play Crit Dusa. And I did. They weren't really building a lot of defenses. 
So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep building crit. You don't want to build defenses? I'll build crit. And there were so many times where I'm like, shit, 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 shit. And I just turn and shoot because I'm dying. And like, I just got to turn and shoot. And Dan's like, damn it, Dan. <laughs> yeah, like, I go sorry. and try to save him and get that kill dying. reset. And I just nope. turned and shot. <laughs> Crit 500 dead. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it was hard because they're Al Kwong and their Achilles were both very skilled players that knew the best way to get to me was to get up on my ass. And I pissed the Al Kwong off a few times with some really nice kills I had on him when he was about to do something cool. And every time I did that, from out of nowhere, there he is, killing me. I'm like, yeah, I know, I deserved it. <laughs> it was just one of those matches where I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I'm taking Dan's kills, I'm killing y'all. And, and it was just, every time I shot, it's just like, Medusa gets a kill. Medusa gets a kill. I ended up 13, 5, and 10 with most of the deaths coming on the tail end of it because I was just having fun at that point running at people. And, and well, Niao Kwong and uh, Achilles were just like pissed off at me by that point. Uh, the Odin, um, he had a, you know, <laughs> well, this is where I'm going to say I was proud of Beagle. She was playing Scylla. Every time he jumped as he landed, she rooted him. And then I just yeah. popped my one and just like, bam, bam, bam. He's gone. You it know, at great. one point, at one point, I actually uh, forgot about this. I got a double kill with my alt by accident. Like, I like flicked it the wrong way, trying to get someone else, <laughs> and ended up killing two people. It was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yep. All right. So now that's not the last game I want to talk about, because talking about that Odin reminded me of something. We had a conquest defeat three days ago. I was playing raw. And first time I died was because this Odin shifted out of solo lane and caught me in the jungle as I was putting a ward up of all things. And, you know, uh, just bad timing on my part. But then he, he, he can consistently was coming after me, which is the right thing to do as Odin. You know, there's Ra. You get him in his cage, he can't heal himself, you know. Uh, you know, he's, he's got no moves to get out. And we were pushing up their mid lane, something fierce. Good battle. We're, we're getting, we're getting traction. Tier, tier one towers down. We're pushing tier two. And I just, he had died at the beginning of the fight. And the fight was still progressing. And here he comes. I'm like, I see him coming. I'm like, he lands. He gets on me. He, he does his, bird bomb me, you know, he gets his three, but I'm not dead. And I don't think his ult wasn't up at this point. I don't think. No, he used it in the first and part of the fight. I'm just like, I got to backpedal, backpedal, because I know he's got nothing but basic attacks right now, because Odin's kind of broken like that. You know, you, you do two things and you've used three of your abilities, and I get him chasing me, and I'm like, alright, that's all I needed. Alt, beam, dead. I had no health, but I survived, and he was dead. It was just like one of those cackling, maniacal moments. Like, yes, revenge is mine. So, anyway, those are my games of the week. 
I had a lot of fun recently. Actually, there's so many more games I could talk about as I was sitting here looking like, oh, what about that game? Oh, what about that game? But I think we talked enough on games of the week. All right, so moving on here to this week's topic. Uh, so we, we talked about this game. Uh, you know, a few of us uh, talked about it. Uh, a game that we had, and, and Dan started things off with this game. This was uh, the one where he was playing Hercules Jungle, and I was playing Soul Solo. And uh, Yuri on, on Huyi, Guy on Athena, and Beagle on Changa. And while we had some success in the beginning of the game, we had some failures in the beginning of the game. Mid-game did not go well at all for a time period. And instead of getting salty, we, we just, you know, kind of buckled down. Like, what can we do? And then when we had that Titan defense, it was like the rallying cry. Now, granted, we rallied back. And then the chalk left and we finished the match before he came back and we took advantage of him being gone. But still, it was to the point where we kept cool heads and we managed to make a comeback and get a win. So today we kind of want to talk a little bit about why keeping a cool head, not allowing that salt to sprinkle out there, can help you win more games. And the funny thing was, is I... We've been kind of going through this here uh, a little bit all week long, uh, you know, with, with a couple games and talking about salt and stuff like that. And we were discussing different topics for, for tonight. And then on, uh, on the Discord today, Big Rick 20, one of our Xbox split pushers, Big Rick. comes along with a, this might be a long rant and I apologize. <laughs> so I'm going to sum it up a little bit, but basically, Smite lobby hits, three people call jungle. All right, y'all know how that goes, right? Three people call jungle. Well, one of them switched off, decided to play cuckoo mid, but you still had two junglers, and uh, he was playing Chernabog, and then was with a, a Terra in duo lane. Well, one of the one of the junglers went over and, and did solo lane, and you know everybody kind of sorted out, but. You know, right off the bat, you know, it is uh, not going well for solo, mid, and jungle. And the VGS spam mm -hmm. begins. Meanwhile, him and Terra, they're getting a few early kills and kind of settling. They're laying down and, and, and doing well into it. But 10 minutes hit, bam, there's a, there's a surrender vote. But him and Terra are like, no, man, we got this, right? The Scylla on the enemy teams, he's like 9-2. and two. We all know about uh, going up against good Scyllas, as I talked about in my games of the week. But they realized they needed to start helping their team. So he started Alton in on Scylla when she was overextended. Terra picked up on it, started focusing on Scylla. And next thing you know, instead of VGS spam of, you know, you rock cancel that and, and griping and bitching at each other, it turned into... Enemy messing left. Enemy in the right jungle. Making calls. Next thing you know, they're taking down a couple towers. A couple phoenixes. You know, there goes uh, the Scylla. She's dead. And boom, they kill the Titan. And it was one of those games where he said, you know, all the ebbs and flows in Smite. Captured in one game. The early game struggles. The BMing teammates. The VGS spam. 
Yet somehow, they overcome all of this, come together and play like a team, work together, make some sick plays, and end up storming back to win the game. Doesn't happen often much, because too all too often, that early struggle just deteriorates everything. It's very contagious, right? It, it, it very very much is so. But just as that's contagious, so is a, hey, let's work together attitude. You start making some plays. You start making some calls. You start working as a team. Even if your team's not, they see you start to do that. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, I don't want to be the asshole that's not working as a team. Because then it's going to be my fault. Nobody wants it to be their fault. So people start working with you. So again, it can be contagious either way. So that's why it's really important to stick around and have a cool head about things. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. I know Yuki said he had a, a couple points he'd like to make on this. So I'm going to throw it over to the Yukester here. So, since he can't play Smite right now. Yeah. Yeah, we've been missing him. We've definitely been missing him. As, as i done this week. I'm just going to throw this in here real quick. Been working till like six or eight. Saturday, slept my ass off. Sunday, helped my aunt get some stuff in an electric fence set up for her dogs. Cut my thumb open six stitches. <laughs> it's been exciting. So I wanted to start this off with, uh, I'm going to make, because as we all well know, anyone who's played with me knows I, I yell at screen a lot. That's different than being really salty when I'm just yelling in frustration. Totally different. Uh, being salty especially in general but especially uh with this in particular really means like you're you're genuinely being negative you're taking it out on your team you're going i ain't gonna fucking deal with this fuck that solo lane even though that solo lane may have you know a kill for you as the jungler just sitting there waiting and you're like nah fuck him and in intentionally negatively impacting your game um and as far as you know the other the other side of this is also staying calm even if you're frustrated being patient staying calm trying to even if you're frustrated work with your team and and rebuild that foundation of working together and kind of getting the positive vibes rolling through the game um and there's a lot of psychology to back this up if you're really frustrated uh you tend to react slower it, it lowers your reaction time when you're upset. Uh, your decision-making process is obviously clouded. Uh, that's why angry people do dumb shit. And a very interesting one as far as Smite's concerned is you tunnel vision. So you're mad. So you're you're focusing very specifically on one thing. And all of these things can be a big impact or it can be a lot of all these things, small amounts that in, throw the game for you and your team. Um, and I mean, and we all get mad at games. We all get mad at the game. We all get mad at the people from time to time, genuinely mad. And, you know, that's when you set the controller down and just chill out for a while. Uh, but keeping calm and makes a big difference. Like they were talking about with their Titan defense, being the one not salty asshole on the team that game in a conquest can make a huge difference because they're mad and bickering and you're just kind of wandering around the, uh, the map just picking up little things. You know, this guy's mad so he's not helping solo lane and I'm in mid. So I kind of go wander over there and do a gank from, from mid and, you know, just 
And sometimes they can bring the team back together. Sometimes there's nothing you can do about it, and they just won't shut the fuck up on VGS. Uh, but, you know, if if you're just upset, you're going to, you know, again, with the, we'll use that Titan defense as an example. If you were really pissed off at the game and you were like, fuck this shit, you would have dumped your entire kit and then just stood there instead of being patient with your abilities, patient with your ult, patient with your positioning, and buying the time for the respawn counters. Instead of just trying to get a kill or kill somebody or go out swinging, you're trying to buy time because you're thinking, oh, check out these timers. You know, next guy's up in five. After that, everyone's up in about 10 to 12 seconds. All I got to do is buy five seconds. And all he has to do is buy five seconds, and we're back in this fight. But yeah. that's kind of the, the big keystone here is is psychology backs up. Being mad makes bad player. Most certainly. What do you think, guy? I mean, you know, <clears throat> I'm pretty chill, guy. I mean, I get I get aggravated and upset sometimes, but you know, it's just all about staying calm, kind of like. Just stay calm. Do do your thing. Don't let everybody else influence you. Just do your thing. Do you. I think Aggro kind of touched on that a little bit last week. Uh, just, you know, you can't worry about the salt. You can't worry about everybody else. Just worry about what you're doing. Make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. And, you know, just don't get upset about it. Stay off that sauerkraut. Yeah, That's what we like to call it here. <laughs> stay off the sauerkraut. Guy and I were just chatting one day. Like, you know, it's... It gets frustrating sometimes, you know, and I don't like when I start the bitch because as soon as you do, it can just bleed out into everybody else. And the next thing you know, you know, like I said, it can be very contagious. And I'm like, we need to come up with a code word. I'm like, well, we already use spaghetti, which means stand still. Um, so I'm like, we need to come up with something else. I'm like, how about sauerkraut? It's a funny <laughs> word, right? Right, Beagle? Apparently, according to drunk you, yes. Yeah. Drunk, you. <laughs> drunk dirt naps dad thinks sauerkraut's a real funny word uh, it, man we've been there like i know we dude. i can distinctly remember some games where there were just we were five man in an assault and we were all just like fuck this shit i'm done dan fuck you dad fuck you beagle shut the fuck up fuck me fuck <laughs> everything we've we, i mean i know we've had some games where it's everyone's like yeah we should go like take a fiver mm -hmm. um yeah. can i just say this real quick though the story behind sauerkraut one night when dad was actually, like, they had people over and were drinking. He just walks up to me like, yeah, it was a funny word. And I was like sitting there all concerned like, oh, what? He just goes, sauerkraut, and just starts cracking up. And I'm just walking away like, okay, have a nice day. Bye. Uh, well, let's do something a little fun with it. If the first person to message me sauerkraut when this comes out, I'll give you an Anubis Stargazer skin. Ooh. God, don't don't matter how you message me, Twitter, Discord, whatever. First person to message me sauerkraut, I'll give you a skin. I'm interested to see I who would gets do it, that. I already have it. What do you think, Dan? What's your thoughts on this process? Well, I'm the asshole that always gets angry, so I can attest. <laughs> <laughs> Just like sauerkraut, him, Dan. He's like, fuck sauerkraut. Seriously, I do get really life. angry, and it's a it's a problem that I have in my real life as well as my gaming life. Uh, I definitely get too aggravated too quickly and it causes me to be stupid and it causes me to make mistakes and it causes me to play like a Jonathan and a then Todd, I stop playing I mean, for the night. Todd. Whatever. Jonathan. Fuck sauerkraut. Fuck Todd. Like a Tonathan. <laughs> but, <laughs> Fucking I know. It, this podcast it, is over. It, it, it really does uh, affect everybody and you don't realize it when you're mad but once you're not mad you're like why the 
fuck was I so goddamn stupid? Yep. Like, yeah. what was even going through my stupid ass brain? <laughs> yep. I get. I don't. I try not to get frustrated that much, but sometimes, especially when playing Conquest, I do. Because I don't know why, but I always seem to find myself, like, you know, I, I always have, like, the least amount of going. I'm always so far behind with that, and it just annoys me. Sometimes it actually really frustrates me, but I'm working on it, guys. Yeah, like I said, if you do everything, make sure you do your own stuff, man. A lot of the way to avoid that is just make sure you do your own thing. Make sure there's awards out to keep from getting ganked. I mean, if, if you're doing your own thing, usually you can... Keep not from getting too salty, but yeah, if you're doing contribute. your own thing, usually you won't get salty. Yeah, I, I, you've touched on a really good point there. It really helps to avoid salt and getting frustrated, and you can protect yourself just by putting wards out. I, I'm I'm one of our bigger solo lane guys, and I often run out with two wards on me at the beginning of the game now because I know. Those assassins rotate over to that blue camp right away. Yep. You know, and I even do it on, on duo lane too, because I know, you know, that assassin's coming around that the first time, making sure all those buffs are cleared, right? And, you know, the other th reason I do it is because I don't like to fight past a ward. So if we only have one ward at, you know, on the defensive side of the map, I'm not, I can't push them to their tower because if I do, that is guaranteed the time. Their jungler is just going to come out behind me, and and and, yep. and I'm dead, and then I'm frustrated. Going to eat you your know, booty like groceries. Because who? No, no one can call that the jungler's missing, right? You might get lucky and get, you know, enemy in your right jungle or left jungle or whatever it may be. Our but triangle then, square super X ultra. You don't need, you know. There's no <laughs> guarantee that your mid laner is going to see them cross over, you know. So. Having those wards out can really help. Not only erase salt, it can set up some sweet plays. For example, the other week, I was playing some Chalk solo lane, and I was up against a Fenrir solo lane, and they had a Mercury jungle. And I'm over there, I'm fighting, and I see the Mercury start sneaking around the jungle, and I'm like, hey, Yuri, where are you at? I'm gonna get. It. I'm about to be double teamed here, and he's like, "Ah, uh, I'm just coming out for my speed buff." I'm like, "Well, make your way over here to Solo Tower," and he's like, "I'll see what I can do." And this Mercury comes out. The Fenrir comes in. What? Actually, no. I'm sorry. Let me back up. Fenrir went to go into his blue at this point, and I'm just like, "No, you're not getting your blue." And I started chasing after him because I knew that the Mercury hadn't gotten it. Just the way the wards were working, I, I knew what he was doing. So I go in, they they try to come out, I'm like, no, 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 I'm I was ready for this. And the cackling begins. Because <laughs> when I'm having fun and just really just manipulating people, I start to cackle. And I'm cackling and I'm cackling. I'm like I don't even care at this point if Yuri even shows up. I'm at like 75% health and I have both these guys at under 20%. And I'm like, can I get a double kill here with one ability? And I'm looking for it, and Mercury just dashes back into the jungle. And, well, too bad, so sad for him. Yuri just happened to show up precisely where I told him to show up. <laughs> he gets the kill. I turn around, we get the kill on Fenrir, and there they're both dead, all because I had ward set up. So I went from being in a moment where 
I could have easily have fallen into a trap and gotten killed in their jungle by the two of them. To being prepared, knowing what abilities I could use, my abilities were ready to go, and voila, I went from a potential very salty situation to I was cackling maniacally with laughter. I gotta get streaming again because I know people always like when I cackle when I stream. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. Must be where Beagle gets it from. Right. Yeah, so I'm pretty she sure. She likes to laugh maniacally as yeah. she does something good. So one of the things I try to do, especially if I'm playing like a, a warrior, a supporty-ish assassin, a guardian, um, and I do this with I, Dan. I don't know if you've ever noticed me doing this, but I'm going to let you in on a secret. Because uh, I do sometimes where I get like, I'll get really pissy. Me and Dan kind of have that uh, going. I'm, I've been, you know, two years of working on it. You should have seen me back in the old Call of Duty days. I used to be something special. But, uh, <laughs> like, you can tell, I can tell, you know, you can tell Dan's getting mad, he's getting frustrated, he starts playing really aggressive, and I'm a support, and my goal at that point is to shit on Velcro him through every poor decision, to set him up, to peel for him, and basically open up a path to, you know, some more successful plays, and sometimes people get frustrated because things aren't going well, and a, one or two or three good plays, you know, a kill, a, a good escape where they just made it out will bring some of that that hype back into into them and their playing and and make them forget about how frustrated it was. And it doesn't work all the time because sometimes people just, you know, bad day, bad mood, bad time. But it can really help to just and I've done this with randoms as well. Like I'll see like you can tell like, oh my hunter's clearly getting super pissy with what he's doing. And he's spamming VGS. And so uh, I've you know being a hoombots in the jungle or what have you, you know, just be like, all right. So I see the Huyi's getting ready to make another poor decision. I kind of go there. He engages. You know, two people turn on him. I flop that ult down, push the damage back. He gets a kill on the support. You know, we chase down the other guy. You know, give him an ample chance to attempt to get that other kill before I try and secure it. And uh, and and really bring it's like oh fuck yeah this is awesome and, and you you forget about it and you relax a little bit because you've gone from being salty to a huge spike and enjoy and enjoyment with the game and that can really help and pay attention and it's harder to do that like as a mage um, but if you got a lot of setup Nox is another good one to do it with you can really set somebody up for someone with Nox and and try to try to bring the fun back into the game at that moment and and curbs off you know that that salt and that bad attitude. Like more than once, you'll have some really salty people. You know, I played Nox in a uh, conquest, and the the guy who ended up with jungle was mad because he won mid, and I just kind of went out of my way, you know, to make sure when he came by my lane, to to kind of help him out. He'd go to poke somebody, look for that 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 silence and that root, you know, and use my ult initially, not trying to kill, steal it, not trying to snipe it at long range to get the kill but use it to get that mitigation off and let them have a better chance of a, of a big play. And, you know, that can turn a game around. And now the jungler is like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fucking coming in ganking all the time. Call outs instead of salt. It, it can really help turn things around. So, And that's part of it. Instead of getting frustrated along with them or at them, sometimes just being like, oh, these dudes are salty and just try to help set people up, you know, can go a long ways to making a game better and 
if you're not frustrated, you can pull off some huge defenses. And this is where this topic in our Discord kind of started is, you know, with Big Rick's comment in the rant channel, they were talking about, you know, some some defenses of the Titan they'd had recently. And it's like, and, and we've talked about, it's like, yeah, there's been times where, you know, we've been like really frustrated all game, but you calm down and get those, that big push, that one last push. We, uh, as a group in this conquest, are notorious amongst us and then the people who play with us. Like, I've been the first to say we are bad at mid-game. We are awful at mid-game as a, as a, as a group. We play together early game, doing good, you know, keeping up mid-game. Dude, we're all starting to get salty because we just, mid-game has not clicked with us as a group. And then we get into late game and things start to pick back up and level off. And a lot of times in Conquest recently, we've been pulling out victories, just uh, not in the mid-game. And that that's important, you know, trying to keep that salt down because now I know we struggle at mid. So just keep everything calm and collected. Don't look for fights. Look to run, especially if things aren't going well. And just avoid those situations that are going to make us upset and throw that late game where we tend to do very well. I just wanted to add in that there's been uh, two games recently where I was mid lane. One I, once I was Hebo, and the other one I forget who I was. But uh, you know, I was playing Hebo, and the jungler just kept running through me. It was a Mercury. He would ult through me, and then the Scylla would ult me, and I'd be dead. And I would be so freaking livid, like. Dude, this game is no fun. How the hell am I supposed mm-hmm. to play it when someone comes from invisible to invisible? Like, he would literally dash just across the lane and be gone. <laughs> and then the Scylla would immediately all and kill me. Like, how the hell is this supposed to be a fun game? Dude, fuck! And then that, I said... That was that chalk game I was just talking about, too. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to sit under my tower and farm. And I realized when I stopped being a dumbass that, oh... Their mid laner's not taking side harpies, and he's backing too often. So, every time he backed, I'd push the wave, go take both side harpies, and go back to my tower. And I put more wards out that game. And I was able to not only fend off the Mercury and the Scylla then, I was able to kill them both by myself, because I was three levels ahead instead of four behind, because instead of being a salty dumbass and running at her because I was mad and wanted to kill her, I... Sat under my tower, waited for the wave, I made sure I got all the creeps, I didn't, like, just sit there like an idiot, but, you know, I didn't go and formally push the wave as hard as I could or anything, and that was a big, big eye-opener for me while I was playing, was like, you know, I really do play like a freaking idiot sometimes, (laughs) and this is, this is how I should be handling those situations instead, because both of those games... We went on to win, and I did well in the end game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was really funny because, I mean, like I said, I, I ended up just bullying, you know, the Mercury and and the Fenrir in the beginning and drop drop tower over there first. And I'm like, all right, Dan, I'm going to come help you now. And he's like, help me with what? He's like, I'm like three <laughs> levels ahead of him. I'm like, I, weren't you just bitching? He goes, no, I was, but I'm fine now. Go help Duolane. They need some help. I'm like, okay. And I went over and helped do a lane and, you know, and, and I would just teleport back to my tower anytime minions would get, you know, pushed up, you know, go back, push my minions up and then rotate back around. And yeah, Dan was fine the rest of the game. It it was, you know, as a parent, I was a proud papa. Yeah. I mean, there's just no reason for it a lot of times. There's nothing worse when you're a new player. I remember being a new player and getting pinged and 
you rock cancel that ping 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 and then you lose and then you know that the messages are coming so Dude, then you get the messages. Only, that was like three weeks ago. I remember that three weeks ago when I was a nude and been playing for 1,500 <laughs> hours and being told I'm the worst person on the face of the planet and should uninstall Smite. Yeah, but we're used to it. As a new player, <laughs> it's really demoralizing. Oh, yeah. It's really, it makes you want to delete Smite and not play it no more. Yeah, which no matter how mad you get, please, please do the game. Please do Titanforge games. Uh, so- a solid and... No matter how mad you get, don't don't message people, man. Like, yeah, don't, it's don't not s- good. It's not good for your health, and it's not good for their health, and man. it's not good for this game that we love enough to talk about two hours a week. Yep, every so, week and play for about twenty every week <laughs> at least. <laughs> and before I forget, the point that I want to make here is that remember, this is a competitive sport that you are playing here, basically, right? The enemy team is trying to do to you what you are doing to them. You cannot get mad at them for succeeding in that mission. Okay? couple reasons why. A, if you win every game, it's not going to be fun for very long. You know, you'll ride a little wave of, I'm the best ever, no one can beat me, but... And then you're going to get bored. We as humans crave a challenge. Okay? And I'm working on my own frustrations you know with the gaming you know back when i used to play madden like yuki said you know he was a special kind of person you should have seen me when i played madden because not only mm-hmm. was i getting frustrated when plays didn't go my way i was frustrated with ea sports and how poorly their game was coded you know i'm not going to get into that take that soapbox away quickly but back to Yoink. Smite, you know you just <laughs> really got to understand that the enemy team is going to be good players sometimes. And instead of getting mad at them, you know, do what Dan did. Pull yourself back. Recollect yourself. Focus. I see they're making a mistake. Now I know how to capitalize on it. Now you I'm know three what? levels just, ahead. Just real yeah. quick, even if they aren't making mistakes and they still beat your ass even after you rinse and repeat, how about this? How about you just be fucking happy that they're doing well? Because yeah. wouldn't you be happy if you were doing that well? Exactly. Thank you for proving one of my points that I was going to get to here with that. <laughs> you know, but basically, the other point that I want to make with it is, there are times where I'm up against someone. I talked about that Soul game earlier, and I was up against a chalk. And I remember I screwed up that game. I messed up my ability build out and didn't realize it. Thanks a lot to Yuki. I'm building out my one, thinking it's my two, because Yuki's always his one, his one, her one, her one. I'm like, no, it's her two. <laughs> so I got messed up early game and, and you know didn't have my ability straight, and he took advantage of that. You know, I should have had the edge on him, and instead he got the edge on me, and he was just playing really well. He built really well against me. And I'm like, I can't get mad, because I love chalk. And I'm just watching this guy and I'm paying attention. I'm like, he's doing things I would do. And how can I get mad at that? He's only confirming for me how to play chalk. And not only that, I picked up on some other things that he did. I'm like, oh, that's a really good idea. Next time I play chalk, I might be trying some of those things. So you want to get better at the game? And someone's beating your ass with somebody? Pay attention to what they're doing. Instead of getting mad at them, like, dude, this guy's good. What is he doing? What is he building? How can I mimic that? 
How can I incorporate that into my own game and make myself better? That's all I got. <laughs> Moving on to this week's Session of Progression. I should make a music thing for that or something, shouldn't I? We should but make an intro for it one of these we're days. We're going to talk about Cabroken. I mean, Cabracken. I mean, Fat Loki. Fat Loki. Yeah, there we go. So, before we get into his abilities, that guy will read off for us. I'm going to throw it over to Yuki. Let him do the... Let him... Let him... Let him <laughs> do the lore. The lore. There we go. Yes, so, the lore. The Mayan Pantheon, when it comes to Smite, uh, is super awesome because they do very good research. There's not a whole heck of a lot out there for a lot of them. And it's not a pantheon of mythology that I've spent much time reading or heard much about. Uh, and this kind of leads into what we're going to talk about with Kabrakin, because uh, he's god of earthquakes and mountains, which everyone pretty much knows, because the Mayan mountain, or the Mayan god of mountains, you know, for one of the skins. Uh, but he's the son of the gods Voku Kaxi, Kasi, Kashi, Kashi Serial. Uh, That's and, a really long name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Shimalot. Um, and he's a significant role in some of the early stories of the the text and the stories of compiled mythology they're talking about here is the uh, Popo Vu. Uh, but he was defeated by the Hero Twins, which is Shibalankwe and his brother, which should also be in the game because he looks pretty sweet. Um, and after that, there's not a whole lot known. Um, it was said that he was defeated and killed by being fed some poisoned chicken. So, Pollo Tropical, Toxic Special. Um, and beyond that, this isn't not, KFC. Yeah. <laughs> beyond that, there's not inconceivable. There's not a lot on him. Um, but there was such a decimation of that culture during the Spanish conquest, along the fact that uh, a lot of the early writing is just gone or not written down for this kind of stuff. A lot of the stories for the my for the Mayans, Incans, and Aztecs uh, was you know, storytelling, word of mouth. So they didn't write a lot down about this kind of stuff. And the stuff uh, that was kind of like Cheech and Chong went up in smoke when the when the Spanish yeah. arrived. However, I want Ishtab, Ixtab, that's like Shibalankwe all over again. Uh, just coming at, uh, researching Kabrakin a little bit, trying to find, find out what I could find on him. Uh, the Mayan goddess of suicide by hanging. That needs to be a thing. Hmm. Just saying, that would be freaking epic. I think they do some really fun, uh, like, Deus de Morta stuff with the character model. I could just imagine an ult where it's an execute where you hang somebody, you pull them up with a rope. And then I can imagine a lot of online communities getting mad because we're portraying hanging somebody. But hey. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good punishment for treason. <laughs> that's that's about it for Kabrakin. I mean, again, the lore is pretty light for this guy um maybe we'll get lucky and we'll find out more in the near future maybe someone will dig something up yeah that could very well could be there's a lot of undiscovered stuff out in those jungles but moving on to his abilities here guy what do we what what, what do we got all right we got his passive is shadow zone bye guys it's Kabrakin and nearby allies take five percent reduced damage 
I like this ability a lot. Or like this passive a lot. Yeah, you definitely don't have to think about it much, do you? Hmm. Then his first ability, Seismic Crush. Kabrakan becomes enraged, increasing his movement speed while while active. Kabrakan gains 70% increased attack speed, and his next successful basic attack will stun and do bonus damage. Additionally, Kabrakan is immune to slows and roots while his ability is active and does not suffer basic attack penalty. The damage on this is 100 to 280 plus 50% of your magical power. His movement speed increases 15 to 35%. His second ability, Refraction Shield. <laughs> it's a passive. As the passive part of it, Kabrakan Shield takes damage, they store energy, and gain protection stacks. When he activate it, activates it, Kabrakan slams his shields together, creating a concussive blast and damaging enemies in front of him. If his shields have max stacks, then the enemy gods hit or stun, and the stacks are removed. It says the damage from this is 100 to 320 plus 50% of your magical power. The protections are 2 to 6 with a max of 5 stacks, and the stun duration is 1.1 to 1.5 seconds. And his third ability, Tremors. Kabrakan repeatedly slams the ground with his shields, creating an earthquake and causing enemies around him to tremble. Enemies caught in the earthquake are damaged and are slowly sucked in towards Kabrakan. This, can, this ability can only be channeled for a maximum amount of 10 seconds. Damage is 22 to 62% plus 35%. No, I'm sorry, 22 to 62 with 35% of your magical power. Every point and, five oh. seconds. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. We'll talk yep, more. Yep. And then we got his ultimate tectonic shift. Kabrakan stomps the ground, creating a wall of earth and a fixture that travels out in front of him and damages any enemy caught in his path. The walls may be destroyed if they take enough hits. Kabrakan may destroy his own walls with a single basic attack. The damage is 150 to 550 plus 70% of your magical power. And it says it takes three hits to destroy the wall. All right. So those are his abilities. And um, you just, if one I want to just hop back to right away is Tremors. It is one. It, Dan, I think you were telling me, isn't this one of the most potent damaging abilities in the game that is not an ultimate? Yes, uh, smite trivia for the day. This Kabrakens three, if you would stand in it and he built full damage, uh, or, well, I mean, obviously, if you were going for it, uh, it would be actually the most damaging ability in the game. And what's really nice is if you don't have boots, it is nigh impossible to get out of that. So yeah, because not be only does it suck you towards the center, but it seems like it wiggles your screen almost, and you're just you're just fucked. It's very high risk, high reward, because obviously he's standing still to do this, so he makes an easy target. But if your team's working with you, you know, or, or, or just using, taking advantage of that situation, you know, you can deal a lot of damage with that thing. Uh, I was just looking at that as guy was talking about him doing the math, and I'm like, you know, that's like 10 seconds, that's like 620 damage total. And then I'm like, oh wait, every point five seconds. So this actually scales up to uh twelve hundred and 
40 damage plus 35% of your magical power, which is a crazy amount of damage for a non-ultimate. Uh, even ultimates don't hit harder than that ability. Yeah. So I am not one that is well known for playing a good Kabraken. I have my moments with them, and I have my non-moments with them. My problem is I like to play tanks as tanks, and he's kind of one of those tanks that's actually better to not build tank and do damage. He's better off to build damage to do damage. So I'm going to let Dan take center floor on how to play Fat Loki. I mean, Kabroken. I mean, (laughs) Kabraken. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys a secret. It's a secret that most people know and uh, don't want to acknowledge. Kabraken's not a guardian. Don't be fucking retarded. I'm sorry, but he's not. There's no way in any way, shape, or form that he's a good guardian. Um, He has CC, he has slows, he has a block with the walls, but guess what? This guy is a walking freaking target. And most of the time, he's a standing still target. Yeah, sorry, high res, but that's just not how it works. Your tank can't be standing still, he just gets killed. Uh, If you build him damage, however, you can easily two-shot people, which is fair and fun. Um, I often build him Polynomicon, uh, Gem of Isolation, Spear of the Magus, no tank item whatsoever. I don't care. And if I feel like I need one, maybe I'll buy a cape at the end. That's about it. Uh, I I just don't feel like uh, his kit works for being a tank. I think his kit works for being an assassin, and there's a reason they put a fat Loki skin out. High res knows it. That was one of the best skins ever. That is definitely one of their best skins they put out. Yeah, I mean, just the the fact that it was, everybody called him Fat Loki, and nobody thought that they would do it, but they did it. Uh, Just taking that community side and being like, wow, this is like the biggest freaking meme in the game. Why don't we put it in the game? Thank you, Hi-Rez. That is just, that is what a a gaming community should be. And that's awesome. It really Mm -hmm. is. Uh, To know that you're listened to is cool. Because, you know, as many people as you want could be playing World of Warcraft, but if y'all bitch that this or that, they're not going to change it for you. They're just going to change it when the next expansion comes out. Maybe. And they'll probably change it a different way. They don't, they don't like, listen to what everybody says. But when there's a meme out for Smite, Smite capitalizes. Um, honestly, the best way to play Kabraken is pretty simple. Four, one, two, and if they're not dead, you can hit your three. Um, a lot of people newer to the game uh, don't realize this, but Kabraken's three, you basically have to cancel it to use it properly. Um, I've seen quite a few new players just go out, stun somebody, and hit three and hold it until they die. <laughs> um, you do have to cancel that, sweetheart, because guess what? You're standing still. When that person that you're trying to CC dies or gets out, stop tremoring. And if you don't know how, please figure it out. Because you're never going to be able to play Kabraken if you don't know how to cancel out of abilities. I'm sorry. Because you will literally just sap yourself of all mana you have and be useless. <laughs> um, Kabraken, I have found to be one of the most fun guardians that I've ever played because he's not a guardian. He's an assassin. I've said it like three times, but come on, get it through your head. He's an assassin. Because it's important to hear. He's an assassin. Um, I mean, I 
I always yeah. take blink on him almost no matter what. It Nothing says ha 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 <laughs> like blinking through an entire team and one-shotting somebody with two abilities as a guardian. And most of the time, you might die for it. But uh otherwise, it's really fun. Um I've tried to play him tank so many times and so many different ways. And honestly, I've never work. found one that worked ever. Mm-mm. And you know, uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it would be really cool if High Res would just take the hint already. They already put the hint out there that he's really just Fat Loki. So where's the patch? I'm waiting for it. They already changed Ravon because he was not a warrior. You know, everybody knew it. We all knew it. They knew it. They changed it. Makes sense. I'm just waiting for the day Cabracken does. Waiting for that day that he makes the switch, gets a little more scaling, and then I can two-shot everybody every day, all day. Um, so one thing that is important with his two that you know I know Dan taught me right off the bat is when it comes to Cabracken's passive, his main passive, you don't have to worry about. It, it just does that. But his passive meter is actually for his two. So when that thing gets all filled up and usually is pink, I think, on all the skins. I don't know offhand now that I'm thinking about it. But when that thing gets filled up, that's when that's the best time to use that because that's when you get your stun with it too. And you know, if so. you're, you know, drudging through playing him as a tank, you want it to be full as much as you can. Yes. If you are doing the tank thing, you just don't want to necessarily use the stun. You want to Use that extra mitigation that you're getting there. Use the mitigation and then use your stun more as appeal. Blah, blah, blah. It's boring and doesn't work. Yeah. But anyway, just wanted to make sure that we did touch on that there. Uh, the other thing that Dan taught me when you're playing Cabracken is the best thing to do when you hit your one is you need to jump and flap your arms. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Why not just fucking wind wheel arm them to death, you know? Yeah. Scare the living bejesus out of them before you do it. It's just great. I love doing it and just like running down the lane at someone. And arms and shields are just flapping up and down. I'm just like, I'm a butterfly. I'm a butterfly. <laughs> but hey, you know. Oh, and if you, have the, uh, if you have the tech skin, you can uh, use your one and not get off your hoverboard. It's a pretty cheeky way to hide that you're using it. It's kind of hard to see. Yeah. I, I do like that skin too, by the way. He's actually, while he's got relatively few skins, they're pretty solid. Yep, Nerd Rage is funny. Definitely, uh, you know, it's got every aspect that I would have wanted to see out of it. Um, mm-hmm. The Gamma the tech Slam. skin is just pff, amazing. Yeah, Gamma I mean, Slam, your Hulk. Yeah. Hats off to the Hulk. High five. Secret is, I'm always angry. Um uh, and then the, uh, the, the, the fat Loki. I mean, we already, everybody knows that's the best skin. All right. So Dan, now that we've established that he's not a guardian, what is the build out? I know you talked a little bit about it, but let's dive into that a little bit more here. Um, so ability build out and an item build out. Alright, uh, ability build out, I almost always level his 2, I believe it does more damage, and the free mitigation is nice, um, and I believe the mitigation scales up, does it not, something scales up, give me one second. 
Yeah, the protections. The protections uh, for stacks do scale up, and so does the stun duration. And so stun duration stun. is the most important thing on Kabrakin, because the longer they're stunned, guess what, honey? The longer they're sitting in that fucking tremor, wishing they were dead already. Because, <laughs> God, that tremor hurts. <laughs> I remember, I think it was uh, like a week or two ago, I was playing Kabrakin, and I looked up, and my tremor was doing like 250 damage a tick at one point. Hmm. Because I was really far ahead. I was really far ahead. And it was just like, oh my god. <laughs> um, I usually go 2, 1, 3, honestly. Even though Tremors is the biggest damage, uh, most of your uh, scaling and the movement speed increase is off the 1 and the 2. And the 1 and the 2 give you enough uh, CC that your 3 doesn't need to be the one that kills them as often as your 1 and 2 will do it for you. Uh, also... Definitely um, keep. I, I usually don't level my alt with everything. I usually just level the two, then the one, and then the alt, and three kind of as, as I can. Um, be very careful when you use his alt. If you miss with that first uh, first hit of seismic crush after you alt, it's gonna kind of suck because then they have a free way out through your walls and. Mm, Really sucks when they get away right after you use that big damage alt. Um, but yeah, definitely use the alt as an easy engage tool. Uh, even if you just alt three, they'll probably die. Uh, I uh, usually start out with um, Polynomicon on it. Or not Polynomicon. I would usually start out with a Shaman's Ring on him because uh, Shaman's Ring... Gives you more movement speed, and it gives you the 10% uh, damage increase, which, by the way, if you use 10% damage increase, use some simple math, that's 120 extra damage on your um, 3 just from the base damage it does. Not counting your plus 35. That's that's pretty damn good, honestly. Uh, and then I would go poly. Cool, uh, spirit desolation for some cooldown, or if you're ahead, uh, or if you find yourself needing to tremor often, I would go spear the magus instead. It really just depends how survivable they're building and how well they are playing versus how well you're playing. Um, but then good things on him are poly, um, soul gem, things that give you burst so that you can just take them out of the fight. Like Soul Reaver is still a good thing for him too, right? I don't love Soul Reaver anymore. No. I think it's crap. Yeah, it's not as good as it once was, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just crap now. I haven't built it in weeks. Haven't missed it. Well, no, I missed the old Soul Reaver. I, I don't like this Soul Reaver. It went from doing real damage to like 30. Mm. Who cares? Kabrakin cares. No, we don't. <laughs> um... I don't know what else to say. I lost All myself. Right. Well, I, well, yeah. I think you went through m most of the main items there. I, Gem of Iso can be fun on them. Too. Oh, that's what I was missing. You know, and throw that out there. Obviously, you know, that Gem of Iso three plus three equals dead deadly. person. Yeah. Um, but beating Kabraken, well, hit him when he's standing still. Yeah. yeah I mean, especially if you're at, uh, you know, a ranged based <laughs> character. You're just waiting for Kabrakin to hit one of your front lines, and then 
you all right there he is have at him yeah i mean i know i i always like playing kukulkan against a few certain people he's one of them because you know i gotta dash to help myself stay away from him and then oh he's standing still all or whirlwind you know yeah sorry buddy you're you know so yeah pay attention to you know when he's standing still uh on that um but yeah again i'm not I'm not well versed in Cabracken. I'll admit that here, you know. So, guy, how do you beat Cabracken? I just run away from him. <laughs> I, hate him. You, I hate seeing Cabracken. You run oh. too? Yeah. I run with my tail in between my legs. And she whimpers too. Trust me. Yeah, he's definitely not a guardian. I have to agree with that. Um, just one of the one of the main um things with Cabracken is if you can beads his one, if he doesn't use his alt to start the engagement, uh, that'll get you out pretty easily. Because even if he starts tremoring, you'll still have a couple seconds left to beads to just run out. And, you know, he's sitting there pounding the ground angry because you're gone and not killing you. Alright. Um, we already talked about his skin, so we don't need to go there. So I think that's going to go ahead and wrap up uh, this week's session on progression here. Uh, again, as always, feel free to hop into the Discord to continue the discussion. And oh, we've oh, seen, uh, oh, real quick, what, what, real wait, quick. Wait, 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 wait. Don't Stop be an idiot. Press. If there's a Cobracken on the enemy team, break the walls for your friends. Love yeah, them. Right. Oh my god, yes. Especially right. if you're the attack speed hunter, you know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I'm looking at Dirtnap Dirt Dingus and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Beagle with her tail between her legs, and I'm stuck in a cabracken. All <laughs> Help me, you fools! Please! And then I die to tremors because I couldn't get out in time. <laughs> uh, hey, it was a pretty decent movie, you know, but lots of sequels. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so go ahead. Go ahead with your outro. Again, yes, feel free to hop over into the Discord and chat it up. We've had a lot more discussions in uh, the Discord, you know, not only in the session of progression area, but, you know, all, all. All kinds of discussions going on in there. It's really been growing by, by leaps and bounds. And actually, while I'm talking about one of the things I'm most proud about, because the reason we're doing this is we want to help build a smite community that's better for everybody, is the looking for groups has been so active. I've seen so many different people getting grouped up and having good times and so many new people that we've incorporated into our group. I've seen the Xbox group growing. I've seen the PC group growing. And it's just awesome to see that. So high five, hats off to all of you that have been using that tool to find some new friends and have some good times smiting it up. Yeah, why bother smiting alone when you can smite with friends for free just by saying, hey, does anyone want to play smite? Yep. I mean, I get there's times you want to solo queue and and, and just do your thing. But, you know, for those Or if you're playing ranked because you know they broke that. Yeah, well, anyway. Beagle, are you ready here for this week's community challenge? No, because there's so many answers. Time to read. You people Beagle. better help me. Actually, out. there wasn't <laughs> that many. Come on. Yeah, because the Facebook bad. ones. Oh, so we'll let Guy read those. <laughs> there you go. We don't want to make right. you read too much. You'll, you'll, you know, <laughs> hashtag make Beagle read, right? Right. Oh, you people. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and I do apologize, everyone. I forgot to 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 put out our our challenge uh, r- 
you know, right away this week, but Big Rick called it out yesterday, right? <laughs> so, but hey, y'all stepped up and got us some great responses. So, without ado, any further ado, how's that go? Without any further ado, over to Beagle. Give me a second, I'm about to see this. Okay, I'm good. Never mind. Alright. First we have the doctor. Well, what's the channel? Oh, uh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Shut up. I got this. First, today's community wow. challenge is what are your thoughts on classic gels? Um, alright, so yeah. First up, the doctor. I really like classic gels. I've had games where it's clearly one-sided and the games I am losing up until like 10-ish minutes and then completely dominating the latter half of the games. I definitely see why people say the game is turvy. <laughs> the Phoenix push is difficult, but a nice frenzy can help that. I've also no wait, I also have noticed the Joust standard of Guardian Hunter Mage is not necessarily superior here. Maybe it's because a lot of people suck <laughs> or ELO mismatch, but I have found that both assassins and warriors work really really well. You could actually level up Assassin's Blessing in a decent amount of time. Last thing, Chalice of the Oracle is awesome. I always have the wards up in damage camp always. Yeah. <sighs> mm -hmm. Alright. Uh, next up, we have Vio. I've not played a lot of Smite since it came out, being away on a boat for a week, but before we left, I played it and actually loved the game mode all over again. I still like the current Joust, but memories and feel of playing an old map has been awesome. I already grinded all the rewards for the event, so now I can play other modes, but even still, I would not mind queuing up, queuing this up some more with friends, or even solo. I like it. I think it's fun. I agree. Alright. Next, we have Mr. Net. My first match playing, it was a stomp, because I picked Poseidon. Both sides had no idea what to do, so we started at mid, and then went to camps a few, after a few waves. I had a good impression then, but the more I played, the more I realized how horrible the meta was. Towers mean nothing in old joust, because it all boils down to phoenix sitting. The map is so built around making it hard to take a phoenix and to kill the titan, so it's super easy to just defend and defend until the cows come home. I really don't like that. It makes all the beginning and mid of the match mean nothing, and it entirely depends on who wipes who at the late game. Never got to play the old Joust, but it definitely makes me appreciate the new Joust map much more. I actually... Wait, how long ago... You said that Classic Joust was like an old mode that used to be on Smite, right? Obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah. like season... season. I think it stopped in Season 3, early Season 3. Yeah, Obviously, we didn't start I've... playing until... Yeah, I've never played it, so... Yeah, I never either. played back then, so I didn't know. Yeah, I, I never played. I that. always played on the new Joust map. Yeah, I, I wasn't playing when that map was there. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Merc and Zombie. I now remember why we no longer have Classic Joust. Every game is a turtle fest, and I played maybe three times and went back to our normal game modes. <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone. I mean, at first, to be honest, I didn't like it just because, like, the map, like, you know, how, like, you have to either, if you're, like, in the middle of, like, one of the in-between camps or whatever, and you just, like, I always, like, get stuck, like, which way do I go? Which way's faster? I gotta go help my team. And I'm sitting there panicking and wasting time, which is annoying. <laughs> it, 
Kilowatt Man. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> Kilowatt. Kilowatt. Actually, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Wit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I played... Dota. I played... Just chill. I'm... I just almost choked, alright? <laughs> She's got a snotty nose, Dan. Oh, yeah, Dan, leave me alone. <laughs> I played Dota on WC3, so when I heard Smite was coming out on Xbox Summer Season 3, I was super pumped about mobile coming to console. My first six months of playing Smite was on that Joust map. Brings back a lot of memories, good and bad. <laughs> mm. Alright, and last we have Yuri. Last one for or, you, oh. Well, yeah, for me, yeah. <laughs> Yuri, or Eevee on Discord. To me, classic joust is fun over regular joust. You have more places to hide and ambush, one ward up in the regular joust, and you know where your enemy is forever. I do like the turtle method because both sides can do it if they decide to. Classic joust even gives more chances to blink or jump in on a person from any direction. Uh, can come from behind at an angle, either from tower, you can... You have the midpoints that you can jump across and even have the rocks blocking the view of the red camp that you can use to jump at someone. Another thing that is there is more buff camps that can change the tides if you get them. The three buffs in Joust kind of makes it seem like there's never a chance for certain people to get buffs, but not to mention the one farm camp now. It can always cut into the jungle parts and add in camps for Classic Joust too. Classic Joust has a lot more potential than the new Joust. Alright. Well, before we hop over to, to Guy's responses here from some of the other uh, avenues, um, Beagle, wh wh what are your thoughts on it? Uh, well, at first it was a little bit confusing. When I played it for the first time, I was just kind of like, what? Wait, where? Wh is it speed buff? What? Oh my god. So who gets what and how does this work? But I actually really do like it. I mean, like I said, I, didn't, I don't really like how, like, you know, like, the sides of the map around the buffs are, like, you have to, like, if you're stuck in the middle trying to decide which way to go, that, because I'm just, like, weird like that, it does get annoying, but I actually really like it. I prefer it over the regular joust because, I don't know, I just, I just think it's more fun, I guess. How about you, Dan? I think uh, Classic Joust, as Evie said, has a lot more potential as an overall map, but I think um, it is a very turtley map, and it can get hard to push Titan. So it's a, it's a fun game, it's a fun adventure, but I don't think I'd keep it as a normal game mode. Ooh! But the one annoying thing about it that I forgot to add in real quick, this whole invisible, invisible tower thing, I don't know if that's just on PS4 or what, but oh my god. I think that's fixed now, supposedly. Yeah, I believe they fixed really? this patch. I hope so. I, I don't remember it annoying. frustrating me this uh, after it, patch this week. So it got me killed a few times. Like yeah. not not like recently. I haven't played it recently, recently. But besides oh, like that, that one that match, really actually, game that we played yeah. yesterday. Yeah. But we were Wait. laughing too hard the whole way through there to notice. Yeah, I, I don't bad. actually. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I usually just try to stay away from that area. Now I don't even bother because like I would always yeah. just go around either way. I don't know. <laughs> Yep. Continue. Well, personally, I like it. I don't know that I have a preference over either Joust map. I've seen the turtle. Uh, I've seen it, you know, where we had trouble breaking in. And 
I've seen it where, shit, we need a turtle. And, you know, whatnot. Uh, but the one thing I like about the new Joust map is that there's more than one way into the Phoenix. You know, they, they fix that. So there's the front frontal assault, then then there's the side tunnel. And there's also the bull demon. So you know what? They want to turtle up. Well, fine. Let's just go kill the bull demon. And now they got nothing to turtle behind except for their Titan, which is too too bad, too sad, too late. So, uh, honestly, I like the aesthetics of old classic Joust better. Uh, I, you know, the whole medieval theme and, you know, and actually a mm -hmm. Joust jousting lane per se is what you know what's going on is pretty cool and i also thought it was pretty cool because i was playing ymir and, and and his walls just work so great in there <laughs> it was just those nice long tunnels and they think they're going to get away and then it's like oof, there's the wall um so I had a lot of fun with that but yeah i don't know maybe uh maybe they could combine the best of both worlds and, and come up with, you know, the next you know iteration of Joust match here in the next season or so and, you know, take it from there, you know, kind of just pull best of both and see what they can come up with. But uh, Guy, I'll throw it over to you and then you can wrap it up here with uh, your, uh, looks like your uh, Facebook replies, right? Yeah, well, for me personally, it was okay. You know, I'm a, once I got my awesome chest out of it, I quit playing it, but uh Oh, can I actually interject something real quick? <laughs> yeah. I really didn't like uh the the things that you could, the rewards. I was all all intent to buy it. I went in, I looked at the rewards. I had like 60% of them and the ones that were left, I'm like, huh, I don't really care about any of them." I'm like, "Maybe the one like okay, I'm not going to I I didn't buy it. I I, I actually it legitimately there. had every single thing they offered except for the three royal champion pieces and I was so disappointed. Yeah, same yeah. here. And like, I don't even have that many skins. I don't even have three hundred yet. I don't think. Like, how is that? Come on, guys. Yeah, it was just it was an odd thing that yeah we. Just, it was just we, bad luck, I guess. But reason. still, it's like really. But anyway, sorry for interrupting you there, guy. Oh, you're all right. No, uh, but yeah, like I said, it's once I got my awesome chest out of it, that was it for me. Um. That's, I mean, that's about it. I really don't care for it all that much. I don't dislike it, but I don't like it. To me, it's definitely just an adventure, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, it's, it's cool I got what I adventure. needed out of it. Time to stop playing it and play the real game. Yes, right. So let's go to the Facebook here. And the first one comes from that Xbox One community. And it's uh, Eric Cernick. He says, it's like Joust, but good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then we got, also, we have Sylvester Johnson. He says, love the map, but Tower and Phoenix camping is a little excessive. Then we have, then we went to the Smite Xbox rated M. And we have Michael Brubaker. This is a fact, the fact that they are trying to get you to pay for something that was once free is some BS. Then we had a whole conversation all of a sudden start up and somebody said it's free, which it is free. And then he went on to say that, well, you have to buy it to get the rewards. And then somebody said, said it's still free. <laughs> so we was going through that. And we have <clears throat> Will Grant says, oh, sorry, lazy adventure. And Alex Demo says, it's trash. Oh, yeah, we're putting them all out there. We don't care. And we said, 
Daniel Upton, he says, there's a reason it got replaced. We have Alan Taylor. He says, happy it's only an adventure. New map is way better and faster. I kind of agree with that one. We have Jeremy McNamara. He says, don't know why they changed it. You can get far enough ahead if you have a buff control, to be honest. And then we have Juan Camillo. Dude, I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name. He says, Gimme gives me back a lot of memories. And let's see. That might be it. That is, like it. that's all of them. Yeah, right. I was just going to say, it. the only thing that's not free is the one singular awesome chest. If that's really what you have to complain about, exactly. stop yeah, complaining that's what I was about it because it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, paying for the adventure, you get, you know, the you get Willish a, skin. A super you get cool a key skin. key to the vault, you know, where you can pick out another cool skin. Although, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't have any of the vault skins this year. I None of them have jumped out to me to the point where I'm like, I need that one. I wish yes. I could have Abyssal Accolade Agni, but that's about it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he seems pretty cool, but I've gotten so many Agni skins, that it's just like, I, I got good skins for him already. I yeah. do have. If, yeah, if I got Swagni, so it's I'm done. You know, that's all I need, Swagni. Yeah, that's right. People are lucky I would have And I mean, I'm going to apologize to the Reddit community because I didn't even get this challenge posted to Reddit. Yeah, I was going to post it, and then we had a bunch of better news yesterday, so it was either post the community challenge yesterday or post our next big guest, so I went for the big guest post. All right, so before we get to that, though, next week's community challenge, what do you want to see in upcoming adventures? Pretty simple. We've seen all kinds of different ones so far, you know, from Capture the Flag, to, you know, uh, MMO style ones, to, you know, all, just all Mario kinds of Kart. Things. Mario, yeah, the <laughs> Mario Kart one. I didn't even have to play yeah. that one. I was so excited to play that one, and then I never did. It was the worst Same. thing ever. I, I like think that's what happened. Everyone was like, oh, it sucks. You know, you, just, you know the crash mechanics suck. This the, sucked. Yeah, that, the collision like, mechanics were just horrible. And like, okay, you know what? I'm just not even going to sour the ex- my experience. I'm just going to dream like it was cool, and and <laughs> sometime they'll redo it, and it'll be awesome. Uh, I so, honestly yeah. didn't want to play. I've never seen it. I've never played it. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> All right, Still so hard. Guy actually lined up our next guest here. And we're already going to spill one at a time here, right? I think we'll stick with that. Yeah, yeah. The absolutely. hopper's filling up here, and I'll tell you what. There's some good names that we're not going to tell you about yet today, because we don't have them officially scheduled yet. But, um, yeah, got a lot of thumbs up from some people here, and I think you guys are going to really appreciate. But, Guy, who'd you line up for next week? Well, next week we have the man F. Dot himself coming on to record with us. And I am hyped so about this, dude. Excited. I am so hyped. I am so like a excited. huge fan. Yep. You know, I don't have many emotes in our Discord because I usually don't think to do it when I'm at home where I have the program where I can make them cool, you know. But one of the ones I have is F. Dot. Just his face. It. It was actually from a tweet that I did back in May because I was watching at work and I happened to pause it because, 
you know, customer called or whatever. And, you know, I, had, you know, I didn't want any background noise while I was working, you know, with, you know, a live customer. And, you know, Do you work with dead ones dead often? Ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, zombies need car insurance too, right? But Yeah, probably more than a live, live people, huh? Yeah, they're always crashing into things. Um, so I happened to look over and I got this great pause. I mean, Hindu man is just kind of looking at F dot with like the look and F dot's just so smug and smirking <laughs> and happy with his head kind of tilted to the side. Like, and I posted on Twitter. I'm like, caption this. And there are some good ones out there for that. But, uh, I think it was me, VO and, um, Kyle, I think, uh, he, 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 hi, he, hey, hey, I believe or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Something like that. I been a while since I've heard that pronounced. Uh, but we were just like, oh my God, we gotta, we gotta, like, you know, you know, so we're, tr- I tried to do it at work with, with, you know, paint. That didn't work out that great. And I think Kyle or Via, one of the two cleaned it up and then we made it as an emote, uh, you know, in the channel, uh, for the Discord. So we, we we've been using that a little bit. Obviously, when we announced it in the Discord this week, people were loving that. So, you know, but if you're just here now, F dot episode 21. Hell yeah, man! I am. I'm just a dude. I was floating on cloud nine yesterday. I swear. After I got the word, I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" I'm feeling pretty good about the name I pulled out of my hat today. Oh, Can't wait yeah. to let you guys oh, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah! Like I said, man. big names coming ahead. This is a big guest. They just keep coming. Yeah, I think we got what uh, two thumbs up and uh, one we're still in talks with. At, you know that more active talks with, and then even a few other big names out of you know talked with us not quite gotten you know far along the path but you know at least there's some communications going and you know that that's always a big step in itself so you know thanks a lot actually to all of y'all that you know are in communications really looking forward to having you all on because again we want to help grow this smite community and make this game better for everyone so let's wrap it up here this week guy how can people get a hold of you well, you can find me on Twitter at G Smitey. You can find me on PlayStation Network at GuyAJ78. You can find me on Xbox at GuyAllSmitey. And like I said, I started streaming, and you can find that at GuyAllSmitey at Twitter. Or at Twitch, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Beagle, how about yourself? You can find me on Twitter at Beagle underscore girl 27. Uh, you can find me on PS4 at Beagle underscore girl 2780. Send me a message, let me know you're from the podcast. And you could, I don't really play as much PC anymore. Just, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> but I, I, I'm going to. But you can find me at Beagle girl 27. No underscore. Dan? You can find me on the Twitter at Split Push Podcast with no A, A. And uh, you can find me on PS4 at DirtXNapXDan. Uh, on PC, I am just DirtNapDan with no X's, no underscores, none of that childish crap, you know. But uh, yeah, hit me up. We'll play games and I'll probably feed, but it'll be cool. Cool. Yuki? Well, you can find me at Aryukatsu <laughs> unders- underscore Yuki on PlayStation and uh, 
Yuki Gaming 22 on the Twitterverse. And, um, yeah, I'm awesome. I cut my thumb off. Now I can play Smite so well. <laughs> All right, Yuki, anyway, have fun, buddy. And last not but not least, we got good old Dirtnap's dad here. You can find me on PlayStation and Twitter at Dirt underscore Naps underscore Dad. And have been actually streaming a little bit here lately. Not quite as much as Guy, but you know, actually there's been a few times where me, him, and Yuri are all streaming together at the same time. You know, with our, you can get all various perspectives of L Team Dirt Napo, aka the Split Pushers. Uh, you know, so hop on over to the Twitch. Just add an underscore PS4 to find me over there to my name. And, well, you know what? When it comes to dirt naps, you gotta give them before you take them. And when all else fails, split push. Don't forget sauerkraut, folks. Sauerkraut. Get yourself an Anubis skin. Step right up. First come, first serve.